beautiful. Do you want to stand here and you can see over? Watch. Stand here. Look over. See it over and down. Oh, be careful, please. Okay. I'll look for more biscuits.
I'm writing you from my bedroom. Well, you can call it writing if you're recording it, right? It's this sort of um, modern missives of endless voice notes I keep stacking on my Google Drive for you. It almost feels like a bad Chris Marker movie from the mid-80s. You know, like Sans Soleil, the one with a beautiful woman's voice sending letters to that explorer guy whose name I can't recall. The one with Japan and the mannequin echoes. I used to be obsessed with that film. I used to be obsessed with a lot of things that now I can't recall, which is a mood, I guess. It's funny that we never actually met because of, well, technically there's an ocean between us, which sounds poetic and also tragic, like a 19th century novel. But, technically, it's not that fun.
because it starts to pick up again and it starts very slowly because at the beginning the the ice has a large cover of snow and the light is dim and the number of uh, light hours is relatively low but as the ice thins and the snow disappears and the sun is higher up in the horizon and the number of daylights are longer then algae can uh, start to uh, photosynthesize and use the nutrients that have accumulated during the during the winter period. Then first the ice algae starts to grow under the lower surface of the ice and then when the ice breaks up or even when it thins down before it breaks up then the diatoms in the water column starts to bloom so those are plankton that starts to bloom and then they reach a phenomenal photosynthetic activity and is the largest bloom anywhere in the world ocean. And it's so large that these diatoms during this two, three week period, they deplete the carbon dioxide pool in the water and then set up an Arctic Ocean that is subsaturated in carbon dioxide and that acts as the largest carbon sink in the whole biosphere. So it's a critical process for biology because these uh, Arctic uh, diatoms then eventually they are uh, fed upon by copepods which are in turn the food for birds and mammals and the whole food web and then much of them once they do away with all nutrients then they die and sink to the seafloor and in the seafloor they are used by all kinds of organisms that live on the seafloor and are themselves food items for larger animals. So these two three weeks sets up the whole biology of the Arctic and also sets up the largest carbon dioxide sink in the whole biosphere. So how this two three week period will change with rapid change in the Arctic is of critical importance not only to be able to foretell how the Arctic system may change, but also how
Thank you. 